Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Tyron here, not with us, I guess. He's uh, he's over in, in his house and I'm over in my house because of everything that's happening at the moment. Hey everyone, it feels weird to do this when we're both in Melbourne. <laughs> I know, yeah. We're literally, yeah. what, like 20 kilometers apart? Half an hour? Yeah, not even yeah. half an hour, but we're, yeah. yeah. Here we are recording separately. It almost feels like I'm in Hobart, <laughs> but I'm not. But the weather's kind of like I'm in Hobart as well. Yeah, today's the well. The weather's been pretty terrible for the like past week. It, it hasn't been great. Yeah, but I've just been inside yeah. the whole time, so I don't even know. It's like I'm in my own world at the moment. I don't. I don't go yeah, outside you, the house. <laughs> you haven't left the house in a while, have you? Yes, and I look like that too. I look like um, I haven't yeah, been doing I'm, anything for a while. <laughs> I'm struggling to. I, I, I'm still going to work, but my barber shop's closed, and my my beard and hair have grown way out of proportion. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I can see your. You've grown a beard as well. Yes, usually I'm clean shaven, but um, I don't need to shave anymore because I don't go into work. So I'm just like, yeah, just grow grow the beard. <laughs> and before we start, just want to say, hope everyone's doing well during these times, and. Hopefully everyone is, yeah, getting getting through the getting through self isolation. Yeah, hopefully everyone's staying safe. Wash your hands. You know what everyone says. Yeah, wash your hands. Um, stay one point five meters apart from people when you're in public, and and all yep. of that stuff. So this episode's a little bit different to our usual one. So as everyone knows, movies aren't coming out because of the current situation. So that's why we haven't yeah, been... which is why we haven't done this in a while, hey? We haven't done this in a while because there hasn't really been anything to talk about. And even the movies that are coming direct to streaming, um, well, I haven't watched them. I don't know I don't think have. anyone cares about them, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, yeah, I'm really struggling to find the motivation to watch these direct to streaming movies. <laughs> I heard Extraction was pretty good, so I might give that a go. But Trolls World Tour... Probably yep. not. 
I heard I heard extractions okay, and I've heard I've heard Trolls World Tours done well actually. Yeah, apparently made like hundred million just through streaming, which is crazy. Yeah, which is more than I think the previous Trolls movie. It made a hundred million in three weeks or something, and this made it in well, like one weekend when it came out. So, so my theory about Trolls World Tour is there's lots of parents at home that are really struggling to keep their kids in check or, well, give them things to do. Mm. So they're like, let's just put this shit movie on and let them watch it for an hour and a half. Because I know some of some of the people I work with, they have kids and they're at home and apparently it's an absolute nightmare to get yeah, anything done. I think just, I think just to, like, give them things to do because they'll want to go outside or do things like that. So yeah. any any form of entertainment is welcomed at this point. But did you hear the backlash from cinema theaters because of trolls world tour yeah i heard um one of the theater chains in the u.s i think it's amc they said they're not going to screen any more universal movies going forward because universal said that they will release all their movies direct to streaming as well as theatrically and uh they weren't very happy about that yeah and it's also odeon in the uk so it's amc in in the amc yeah amc 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 in the u.s and odeon in the uk aren't doing Universal movies anymore, which is a pretty which is insane. big deal because Universal has some like pretty big franchises. They got Fast and Furious. Yeah, they got Jurassic Fast and Furious. World. They've got, um, I think they've got DreamWorks. They've got all the Blum. They've got all the Blumhouse movies. Yeah, like um, Invisible Man the and horror. Get Out. Yeah, so it's a pretty big deal because they're probably the studio that's been doing well relative to others apart from disney of course but i think they're they're probably the water brothers does pretty well as yeah Yeah. water brothers does well so they're one of the bigger studios but anyway um but anyway that's not what we're talking about that's that's not what we're here for we are here because well basically it's a pandemic and we thought we don't know what the world's going to be like after after this is all over and if you go back a couple of months ago people were scrummaging around uh supermarkets for toilet paper and and buying good use of the word scrummaging yes well (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it's a pretty it's been pretty crazy time so we thought we'd talk about yeah a similar concept in comic book or comic book or comic book movies or superhero any superhero related properties uh we thought we'd talk about post-apocalyptic worlds um which is kind of relevant to what we're we're experiencing at the moment. So, just as a side note, in all the in all the things I looked up, um, none of them had people getting uh, toilet paper. <laughs> it it's not present in any of these stories. No, no one. Maybe it's just no one stockpiles toilet paper. It's just implied, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Just implied. Maybe- Five bucks. There's gonna <laughs> for all future all future post apocalyptic stories. Everyone will have a stockpile of toilet paper. Yeah, I think, well, a stockpile of toilet paper, probably like pasta and baked beans and rice and all that. And lots of hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. Heaps of hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I guess that they will uh, take that in uh, into consideration for the post-apocalyptic uh, comic book For stories. future post-apocalyptic, yes, yeah. coming up. But how we've split this up is I'm going to do DC. And uh, not just DC, but I've I've looked at DC and Vertigo. Vertigo is just a part of DC anyway, but they they publish it under the Vertigo banner. And you've looked at Marvel. Yes. Yes, and it's it's across everything. Like I said before, so any property, comic books, TV shows, movies, 
most of mine are actually comic books because DC hasn't really done much in terms of post-apocalyptic uh, stuff. Uh, this is going to get difficult in this in this uh, episode because we're going to have to say this word a lot, and it, I always find this word yeah. difficult to say. Um, I'm okay with it, actually. It's, it's one of the few times that I'm okay saying a word and you're not. <laughs> Yeah, DC hasn't done a lot of this stuff, so uh, most yeah. of my stuff is comic books, but you might have some stuff from movies, right? Look, um, I might have done a bit differently to yours. I did mostly comic books. Uh, actually, they're all comic books. Okay. But three of mine have also been made into movies. The comic book story is completely different to the movie. So I can go through both, I guess. I didn't look up the movies, but I remember yeah, them. Yeah, you'll, you'll know it. them. I've got one TV show, I think, that... Uh, that I reference, but most of mine are comic books. Before we start, we usually do a whole mind, but I thought throughout this pandemic, I've been thinking about how we can do different stuff on this podcast. So we're doing a antibacterial spray giveaway? <laughs> no, no, we're not. It's good. Damn good it. idea. You should have. I was hoping to pick up some. <laughs> you should have. Uh, you should have told me about this earlier. We could have. Uh, we could have done something. I just went to the supermarket yeah. before this as well. Did you get toilet paper? Nah, we we, we had plenty. We had we we had okay. plenty before this all happened. So um, we 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 well we've got uh, plenty of stock. Anyway, uh, what were you going to say? Yes, so I was going right. to say we yeah. usually do a who am I? We're still going to do who yeah. am I? But for this episode and for some episodes, we'll do something a little bit different. And I thought we'd um, basically play a theme from a movie, TV show, whatever. But we'll play the theme in reverse, and you have to try to guess what the theme is. Oh, I really suck at these. I'm I'm terrible at associating anything that's jumbled. Like, even if you give me a bunch of jumbled letters and tell me to find the word, I just can't do it. <laughs> so, so, this is not going to be pretty from me. So, it will be the same deal. So, I'll play the theme at the beginning of the episode. You'll have some time to think about it. Usually, you'll get these straight away. There's... You know, you either know it or you don't. You either get it straight away or you don't yes, get it. But you'll get two chances to listen to it. One at the start of the episode, one at the end of the episode. Now, Or you could just replay it as much as you want and listen to it. <laughs> yes, of course, you could do that as well. So I'll play the first ever one that we're going to do. Let me just get the file open. Obviously, in the, in the, in the uh, episode, I'll just put the track in. But for uh, our benefit right now, I'll, I'll play it. I got bored. It was too much. All right. It's too much for you, but um, no. I've played the whole theme there in reverse. No clues. That's I got it. I got it only because there's a part in it that sounds exactly the same when it's reversed or forward oh, by okay. the looks of it. 
Yeah. We'll see how correct you are, but I think uh, this is a pretty iconic theme, so I think you probably do have it. Although some of it sounded like a 90s techno theme, so... <laughs> yes. Okay. I thought I was at a rave for a second. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll get started on the episode. I've got some superhero-related stuff, some non-superhero-related stuff, but we'll start with a superhero-related one, probably one of the most famous ones. It is the Flashpoint story. So, mm. in this one, Barry Allen, the Flash, wakes up to discover that he's in an altered timeline in which Citizen Cold is Central City's greatest hero. His mother, Nora, who's deceased in his own timeline, is, is alive. His father, Henry, died of a heart attack three years ago instead of being in prison. And the Flash, the Justice League, and Superman don't exist. So, that that's the basic plot point. And then it's, yeah. it's, it's about how he goes about... Um, sort of reversing things that have happened in this timeline. I've read a bit of it and I've they've done this in the TV show, The Flash as well, but it's not exactly the same as the comic from what I know. And there's also a DC animated movie which is pretty good. Yes. And there was talk yeah. that they were going to actually do this for the movie Flash? I think they still are. Is that movie still Although, happening? Didn't um didn't uh, that guy choke someone or something? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did choke someone out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's still happening, but I think they were planning to do this story arc, which is weird because it's a, it's like a well-established Flash in this story arc. Yes. Yeah. And the Justice yeah, League is well-established as well in in the yeah. actual timeline. Yeah. But obviously, he goes he goes into the future to follow the Reverse Flash. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so there is. I mean, I can talk mild spoilers for for this. So basically, what happened? Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna do spoilers for all these. Yeah, we can do. We, we'll warn people in case they don't want to listen to spoilers. But spoilers now for Flashpoint. So if you if you want to uh, go ahead to the next uh, segment, you can do that. So basically, in this, what happens is there's a revelation that Barry Allen himself caused this new timeline. So apparently, he remembers that he used his speed to travel back in time to save his mother from being murdered. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And then um, that causes this butterfly effect and it kind of stuffs up the rest of the timeline. So it's kind of... And he doesn't remember that when he wakes up because he has amnesia, but he eventually en- ends up remembering that Classic. he, he yeah. was the reason for this. Classic story trope when they need someone to forget something, they just have amnesia for no reason. <laughs> And a common theme that you'll find with all of these post-apocalyptic stories is that the superheroes wake up in in like an either an altered timeline or they wake up thousands of years in the future. That's a general thing that happens. You'll you'll hear that a lot from not, my stories anyway. Not particularly in the uh, Marvel ones, actually. The Marvel ones it's a bit different. Okay, yeah. But they have it theme. They have a theme as well in the Marvel ones, <laughs> which we'll go through. I think the 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 part that everyone remembers about Flashpoint and the best part is the Batman. Yes. So Do you want to talk about it's, that? It's uh, Thomas yeah. Wayne, Batman. Yeah, and the Joker as well. Joker is his mum, Martha. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think what happens in this timeline is the... the Bruce, gets, Bruce killed gets killed instead of Thomas and his mum. Yeah. yeah, so that drives his mother insane and she becomes a Joker and then... Uh, Thomas Wayne becomes a vigilante, the Batman. Yeah, yeah who is who is his dad? Yes, Bruce Bruce Wayne. Bruce dad. Wayne's father. Yep. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
And then, but this Batman's like, he's crazy. He just, he goes, he's got guns. He goes around and just kills people. So, yes. I don't know if this was intentional, but maybe Zack Snyder's Batman was sort of. But the thing is, if you have, there's got to be a difference between Flashpoint Batman and normal Batman. Maybe they'll do it the other way around. So when Flash goes into the, into this timeline, (laughs) Batman's the actual Batman. He doesn't kill. But anyway, what we're talking about in, in Justice League and um, BVS, Batman kills people, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, he does. He kills people. He has guns. Th- there are people that still argue that he doesn't, but it's it's kind of obvious that he does. <laughs> like, yeah, It's kind yeah. of obvious that he does. But on a side note, have, you know Zack Snyder, how he's been doing live streams of his commentaries? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of directors have been doing it, not just him. Yeah, a lot of them have been doing it. It's good. It's good. I haven't watched any of them because they're all like American time and yeah, shit like that. But I think but, you can watch the, the replays. Um, I yeah. think they're on YouTube. But yeah, I think that's the best part of... Uh, Flashpoint. Of Flashpoint. You get to see a Batman that's just ruth- a ruthless killer. Yes, yeah. Except he doesn't kill Joker because it's his wife. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this particular comic comic story ran from 2011 to 2017 so it's how many issues did it have quite a lot i think if it ran for that long yeah um it's a long time and it's relatively recent i guess if it's 2011 because some of these stories are are older than that date way back yeah but yeah that's that's my first one um yeah or another another interesting part of flashpoint is um atlantis and themyscira are like warring with each other yes yeah they're they're yeah. uh fighting each other for something yeah i, I didn't read i think the they details, just wanted do- yeah don't they want to dominate the world or whatever they yeah so they fight so aquaman and, and the other women are kind of fighting against each other and the other thing is in this version of the future superman lands in a laboratory in like area 51 or something instead of in kent farm so he gets studied by i don't know scientists or whatever is this is that a flashpoint? Um, yeah, I I haven't read. I think so. in Detail, but apparently, well, the the stuff I have read, Superman didn't actually feature in it, so I don't know if he actually existed in this timeline, or maybe that's what happened to him, and he never actually became Superman. I t- I'm like ninety percent sure he's like he's like held up in a facility, and he doesn't see the outside world. He's like really skinny because they don't feed him enough, and then they break him out at one point. But I may be thinking of something else. But I think that's what happens with the Superman. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently in this time point, uh, in this in this timeline, basically Cyborg is like the biggest superhero that they've got. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's like their main superhero. Just shit timeline. Yeah. Hey? That's why it's an apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he's your best superhero. Yeah. So Fl- Flash has to team up with Batman, Cyborg, and uh, Shazam to to fight people. It's a cool story, but I don't think they could do that now they just don't have the in in movies they just don't have the established characters to do it yeah yeah i mean they could do it differently but yeah as we'll find out pretty soon with all the marvel stuff comics are mostly shit and have have some novel ideas so when they um when they change them to movies they mostly change everything yeah well there's some there's some good comic book line like storylines but they're not some of them just go on for a very, very long time, so they kind of lose their appeal. But anyway, what, what's your first Marvel one? Uh, all right, let's go first one. We'll go Days of Future Past. 
comic versus comic versus movie. So that's and there's also um, the storyline that they did in the animated series as well. In the animated series, which I have not seen. I don't. I think. have seen. I actually watched some of that yeah. today. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you may be able to chime in a little bit with this one. What I'll do, I'll I'll go through the comic and then we can kind of discuss how it changes from the movie. So it was actually a, it was only a two issue arc. It's like tiny. Yeah. It's, it's only two. It's yeah. not a big, um, and even in the T, oh, in the TV show, they do it over like four episodes or something. And it came out in the 80s. So it's an old one, but lots of people love it, which is why they made a movie about it. So similar to the movies, it's like, it starts off in the future and the Sentinels have like taken, taken over humanity and all the X-Men, most of the X-Men are dead and no one can use their mutant powers, which is kind of how Days of Future Past starts, isn't it? The movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But then this is where it changes. Kitty Pride's actually the main character in the comic. Okay. So there's different versions of this. So in, obviously in the movie, it's, it's, um, it's Wolverine. It's Wolverine. Um, yeah. in the animated series, it's Bishop. So Bishop is the one that goes oh, back okay. in time. Um, and he's the one. What's the reasoning of Bishop going back in time in the animated series? So in the in the movie, they're like sending sending your consciousness back will tear you apart and like it'll kill you. So you have to be able to regenerate yourself while we're sending you back. So that's why they use Wolverine in the comic. Why they use Kitty Pride is Kitty Pride's power is that she can go through things. She like. What's that power called where you can move through things? Like walks, walks through walls and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, because she can walk through walls, they use Rachel Summers, who's um Scott Summers and Jean Grey's daughter. They use her to help her move through time, just like she can move through walls. She moves through time. Yeah, I think in the animated version... So Bishop goes because he he wasn't involved in the actual conflict that resulted in Days of Future Past happening. So they send him back because they couldn't send Wolverine back because Wolverine was like one of the people that did something that caused caused everything. The other reason they said Kitty Pride back is because um, Professor X doesn't know her at this point and every person Professor X knows, he's in their mind for some reason because he's a creep, so... Um, if they send someone else's consciousness back, he will know. Yeah, and I think it's the same with Bishop yeah. as well because they. I don't think he really existed in that timeline anyway. I think he's older. Yeah, like he he's younger than all, all the other characters. And the other thing is, I'm pretty sure in the animated series, Cable also goes back. Oh, okay. They go back together. Not together. He has a different agenda. He has a different agenda. Yeah. But it ends He's up just going it back. ends up being the same. But they they're yeah. like kind of against each other for a little bit. The the overall reason they go back is similar to the movie that they're stopping some dude from well a couple of dudes from getting assassinated instead of just Mystique doing the assassination. It's like a a bunch of mut- a bunch of evil mutants. So essentially, they do the assassination, and then after that, uh, anti mutant presidents selected and then they do the sentinels and then the sentinels take over and then they kill everyone so they got to go back and stop the assassination from happening yep and in the animated series i think gambit has something to do with it so they're all kind of suspecting gambit in in this it's the brotherhood of evil mutants so mystique's one of them the the main ones um destiny or something 
Yeah, she's the one that's about to kill one of the senators and they stop her. But it actually, it finishes, the comic finishes with they stop the assassination and you don't, you, Kitty Pride's consciousness goes back to the future, but you don't actually see what happens in the future. They just stop the assassination. You don't know if the Sentinels stop happening. It's open-ended. I think there's a continuation called uh, Days of Present something. Present Future. <laughs> something like that. It's, yeah, there's, there's a continuation. So that's a, that's a famous one. All right. I'm going to do some smaller stories. So um, everyone's favorite, one of everyone's favorite uh, DC superheroes, Batman. So there's one story with him where there's a massive, massive earthquake in Gotham. And then after the earthquake, Gotham is left in ruins and uh, the US government basically says there's too much damage, so they can't really salvage anything out of the city, so they just leave it. And the authorities basically tell everyone to abandon the city and no one can, uh, and after a certain point, no one can leave the city and no one can come into the city, so it's kind of in lockdown, you can say. And as a result, all the gangs and supervillains in Gotham, they just... Have a, have a party. They go crazy and start, you know, looting banks and doing all kinds of stuff. And Sounds like the Dark Knight Rises. Is it, kind of, yes. And uh, basically Batman, Gordon, Oracle, and Huntress are left to protect what's left of the city. So this- Is Huntress um, his daughter in this timeline? I don't think so. I think she's uh, the Huntress from um, the same Huntress in Birds of Prey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this story is called Batman No Man's Land. Uh, it came out in 1999, slightly older one. Yeah, but that's that's the story. Apparently, it's it's a lot of fun. It's just Batman um, teaming up with the the other guys and fighting supervillains. Never heard of it, but sounds all right. Do you want to do another one, or that's you're just going to do a short one? I'll do a short one. I've got I've got a couple of longer ones, but we'll we'll keep going. All right, I got uh I got a pretty huge one. Age of Ultron. The movie is nowhere. It's not even close to like moderately similar to the comic. Obviously, in the movie, Iron Man and Bruce Banner make Ultron, and he goes a bit crazy. And yeah, they he takes he wants to destroy the world, and yeah, it's not really an age. It's like two days of Ultron. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, that that's the. Everyone's seen the movie. No one wants. To, no one cares about that. It has been done in the. I'm pretty sure it's been done in multiple animated series. I have seen it in um, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Was it in that? Yeah, yeah, it was in that. Um, okay. In that, Ultron kills Thor, or they think he kills Thor. It's not in this one, I don't think. Well, anyway, tell us about what what happens in the the original. In the original, Henry Pym. Yes, Hank Pym creates Henry. Henry. Yeah, that's his name. His full name's Henry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he creates he creates Ultron, and then it's kind it it starts already when Ultron's taken over the world, and you just know that Henry Pym's created. Also, this story is really similar to Days of Future Past. I'm just gonna say, like it's basically the same story. So Ultron controls the world, and most of the Avengers are dead, except a couple of them. So I think Captain America comes up with this plan to. He's like, let's send a couple of people into, um, I think it's the Baxter building, which um, Fantastic Ultron works out of. Yeah. And they're like, let's send a couple of people in to um, destroy Ultron from the inside. So they send in She-Hulk and Luke Cage. 
and they find out, they go in and find out that the visions, he's like using vision as a motherboard and Ultron's actually in the future sending information back to the vision to control everything so that he knows what's going to happen in the future. So he sends information back to the vision to control what's going to happen in the current timeline. Sounds like a thing that Ultron would do. Yeah, and it's stupid because comics. But anyway, they kill Luke Cage, but before he dies, he tells them what's happening. And then they find some, they find Nick Fury who's hiding in some random place. And he's like, we got to send people to the future to kill Ultron. I think, yeah, he says he wants to sell people to the future to kill Ultron before he can find out what's going to happen. And then Wolverine's like, nah, I'm going to go into the past and kill Hank Pym. So he never makes Ultron. And then, and then everyone's like, nah, Wolverine, we're not going to kill Hank Pym. But he goes anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a shit, I'm going anyway. He goes to the past, and for some reason, the Invisible Woman goes with him, because she doesn't trust Wolverine. And he goes back and kills Hank Pym. But the, And then they come back to the future, and then they find out that because they killed Hank Pym, uh, Morgana's taken over the world. So they create another post-apocalyptic future where Morgana's the ruler. Yeah, okay. Morgana being and then the, they're like, uh, the... She's like the, the witch, witch or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they're like, oh, shit, we need to go back again. So they go back and they stop themselves from killing Hank Pym. And then they talk to Hank Pym about it. And he's like, oh, I'll just put a failsafe in so I can destroy Ultron wherever, whenever. And now there's two Wolverines. And one of the Wolverines is like, uh, I don't want to live anymore. So the other Wolverine kills him. But I thought Wolverine can't die, right? Well, I guess if you like cut off his head, he'd probably die, right? I don't know. He somehow finds a way to kill him. So he, he kills himself. And then Hank Pym stops Ultron from creating, like, from taking over the world. He uses the foul safe to kill him. And then um, as a result of that, the multiverse gets stuffed. So it's not it's not finished at that. They kill, They destroy the multiverse and everyone in the multiverse is, like, dying. And that's the end of the story. What happened to the the superheroes that went into the future to kill Ultron? Uh, they all die. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that was a great plan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they all die as well. So, like, uh, it's only Wolverine and Invisible Woman that go into the past. And, like, all these other guys go into... Like, your normal Avengers roster goes into the future. It's not great, is it? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's entertaining, but... I just... I, I wasn't entertained <laughs> by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see it getting very confusing with like Wolverine going back twice and another yeah. like a another version of Wolverine being in the past. Yeah. yeah. Like so there'd technically be three versions of him then at at the same yeah, point in time. But what of what of them somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is very different to the movie actually. <laughs> and I can see why they didn't do that. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have wouldn't have made any sense at all. So minor Mine are a bit shorter than your ones. I'll give you another slightly different one. This is by Vertigo Comics. Came out in 2009 to 2013. It's called Sweet Tooth. Oh, I heard about this one. It's meant to be good. Yeah, it's, so it's about a human-deer hybrid that lives in the woods with his father. Okay. As, as um, the planet has just <laughs> yep. suffered a mysterious pandemic that causes children to be born with animal-like de- deformities. I mean, we, we don't have that sort of pandemic at the moment, but... It's still a pandemic. Who knows where it's going to yeah. go. 
Um, so scientists believe that the half-animal, half-human children hold the cure to the pandemic. So what they do is they kidnap some of these kids and they perform horrific scientific experiments on them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the... Vertigo is always really dark and gritty, isn't <laughs> yes. it? <laughs> uh, that's a basic storyline. It's been going on... It's, it's a pretty long... Um, oh, it's still going. Uh, I think it's done now. Yeah, it, it ended in 2013. So it was uh, 2009 to 2013. I left that open-ended because I don't actually know what happens at the end either. But that's the basic plot. It sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, I heard it's good, though. Yeah, I heard, I heard it's, it's good, actually yeah. quite good. It's always good to get something a bit different. I guess I've never heard of anything like that before, so sounds interesting enough. I'll, I'll give you another superhero one while we're here, because that was yeah. One. Give me one. So, Kingdom Come. This is a oh yeah, nah. We're getting we're getting a um a suit from this one in the upcoming Wonder Woman movie. Oh yeah. Uh, so this was back in 1996. It's technically pre-apocalyptic. So um, what happens in this storyline leads to an apocalypse. Aren't they all evil in this one? So what happens is um, it's in the future and there's a new generation of heroes who are, I wouldn't say they're evil, but they kind of don't have as many it's boundaries. So they kind of kill, they don't mind killing. And they're basically like to get what they want, they'd kill civilians and stuff as well. And what happens in one at the start of the, the storyline is one of the heroes or Two of the superheroes get into some fight in um, Kansas. That's where um, Superman's from, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, they get Kansas. they get into a fight Smallville. there, and um, one of the one of the superheroes who's got like radioactive powers, he dies, or like he basically breaks apart, and he and he uh, makes Kansas into like this radioactive wasteland. And this spurs basically Superman and the Justice League to come out of retirement. They're like seventy years old or something. But Superman, I guess he doesn't. He ages, but he's still Superman, so he can still. So is the Dark Knight Returns related to this, or that's different? It's different. So in this, Bruce Wayne's obviously old, and um. Wait, no, I yeah, yeah, he still uses like a mechanized suit. Yes, doesn't yeah. He? So he's got a yeah. mechanized suit. I think in the um, I don't know if you could talk about this, but in the uh, what's that? What's that story arc they did on that Flash TV show? They did this story arc recently. Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's it. Yes, in 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 that one, they have the Kingdom Come Batman in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Do, do you want me to go through what happens? They go. They're basically recruiting people from different timelines to take care of this guy who wants to destroy all the timelines. Um, and they go back to recruit Kingdom Come Batman, and he says no and tries to kill them, <laughs> so they leave. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyway, continue. What happens in in this one? Um, so Superman tries to recruit Batman again, uh, but Batman's like, "No, nah, I'm not doing this stuff anymore." And then, um, oh, so basically, what happens in the Crisis on Infinite Earths? <laughs> and then, what happens after that is um, Superman gets his own team together, and Batman starts getting Green Arrow and those sort of guys together, and he has his own team as well. And then at the end, there's just... It's basically like Civil War. So there's like this massive superhero fight. And Shazam dies at some stage. Why are they fighting? They're fighting because... So the whole origin of the story is there was this guy who kills the Joker. And the public kind of are on his side. Like Superman and all, all the Justice League don't like what he did because he, he killed. But then the killed public someone. are on his side. I think his name's Magog, and the public are on his side. And then 
what happens is um, Superman and all these guys retire because they're like, well, the public doesn't want superheroes like us anymore. But then these guys start getting out of control and they start doing stuff. And that Kansas incident spurs the Justice League to come back. And then they, yeah, they're split on two sides and yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Should I do one? Yeah, you can do one now. All right, this is my last big one, and then I just got two shitty ones after this. But this one's a huge one. This one's the biggest one. This one is Old Man Logan, which lots of people really like. And look, people say Logan, the movie, is based off this, but I would say very, very, very loosely it's based off this. Do I quickly talk about Logan, the movie? So Logan, the movie, is in a post-apocalyptic world and there's this girl that his powers as well. All the, I think all the, all the mutants are, die, are dead or dying. Wolverine's hanging out with Charles, and uh, there's this there's this young girl that seems to also have Wolverine's powers. Yeah, and a bunch of people want to kill her, so they're taking her to this like safe area or something, and that's essentially that's it. it, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. So, Old Man Logan is nothing like that. It is fifty years after there was a there was a huge battle where all the all the super villains team up and they kill all the superheroes or well, most of them. So most of them all dead. America split up into different factions where different super villains are reigning over different factions, basically. And there's only a couple of superheroes left alive. Red Skull's like the leader, I guess. He's like the president. And it starts with Wolverine and he's got his, he's got his little farm and he's got this little family. He's got a wife and two kids 
and he lives in the Hulk faction. Hulk is a bad guy. Hulk has this like little redneck family. He he's got sons and nephews and stuff, and they all have Hulk powers, and they come to get rent from him, but he doesn't have any money. And for some reason, Logan is a pacifist in this timeline, so he doesn't fight anyone. He's also really old, so his healing factor's like down. But basically, he gets beaten up by the Hulk guys, and they're like, give us our money. And they leave him for like dead, but he heals. And then Hawkeye comes to visit him. Hawkeye's in this, old man Hawkeye. And old man Hawkeye's blind. And he's like, I got this job. I'll give you $500 if we go across America to deliver this package. So the story is basically about how they're going across America to deliver this package and Wolverine and him meet random people along the way. They meet like this gang of ghost riders and yeah, basically along the way, Wolverine gets beat beat up a lot because he doesn't want to fight anyone and Hawkeye can still fight people because his hearing's really good. So he still kills people. I know like Daredevil, he can hear things. Halfway along, they find out that Hawkeye's daughter got kidnapped by a new kingpin. Actual kingpin. It's this new guy, but his name's Wilson Fisk as well. Then you find out that Hawkeye's daughter's crazy and she's actually a villain as well. And then she tries to kill Hawkeye. But then Hawkeye kills her instead. <laughs> that all happens. It's all basically a side story. You've The main thing that you find out is why Wolverine is a pacifist. And you find out when the villains first took over in the past... They all attack the X-Mansion, and then Wolverine goes crazy and kills all the villains. But then it's revealed that it was Mysterio, and he did an illusion on Wolverine. And Wolverine actually kills all the X-Men, and he doesn't realize until they're all dead. So then he's like, I'm never taking out my claws again. Then it comes back to the present time where they're delivering this package. They deliver it, and then they realize it's a setup. And the package was a bunch of superhero serum to create a rebellion to take take care of Red Skull. But Red Skull set up the whole thing to get the superhero serum. And they uh, they shoot Hawkeye and they kill him. And they beat up Wolverine. And then they take him to Red Skull and they think Wolverine's dead. They like shoot him with like 50 bullets. And they think he's dead. And they take him in a body bag to Red Skull. Red Skull is wearing Captain America's uniform for some reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's Captain. And yeah, he's dead. Yeah. He's got Captain America's shield on the wall in, in his room. They go to they go to give the bodies to Red Skull, but then Wolverine wakes up and he goes all crazy and he decapitates Red Skull with Captain America's shield. Okay. And then he uses Iron Man's armor to escape. And then he comes back to his family with the money and he wants to yeah, give the money to the Hulk. But then he finds out the Hulk killed his family already. Why? Uh, because he was bored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So then Wolverine goes crazy and he, he gets the claws out again. It's the first time. For the whole story, he never gets the claws out until then. Yeah, so he gets the claws out and he kills all the all of Hulk's family. And then he goes and finds Bruce Banner. And Bruce Banner like beats him up a little bit. And then he becomes the Hulk. No, he beats him up as the Hulk for... Oh, no, what happens? No, he beats him up as Bruce Banner. He's, for some reason, he's a super soldier at this point. And then he, and then Wolverine comes back and then he beats him up as the Hulk as well. (laughs) But the Hulk's like this huge dude. He's like a 50 foot foot tall Hulk. And then he eats him. Hulk eats him? Hulk eats Wolverine. Okay. 
His story gets weird. It gets real weird. <laughs> um, so the Hulk eats Wolverine, but then the Wolverine bursts out of the Hulk's stomach. He essentially, well, essentially kills the Hulk, and there's a baby Bruce Banner that the Hulk was taking care of, and he takes the baby Bruce Banner, and he's like, I'm going to go kill everyone now. Okay. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I don't know if I did it justice, but that's kind of what happens. I don't know what to say to that. That's a lot no. happened there. Do you have any questions? <laughs> a lot happened. But that's one of the more famous storylines, I guess. Yeah. And it's nothing like the movie at all, other than the setting is similar-ish. Well, I don't know what to say after that one, but I guess I can talk about a... Uh, Just continue. Yeah. I can talk about a Vertigo, another Vertigo one. So this one's quite interesting as well. So this one's called the Why the Last Man. As I said, it's from Vertigo, and it's between 2002 and 2008. Basically, in this one, it's it's in the it starts in the summer of 2002, and Earth is struck by a pandemic plague of unknown origin, so no one knows what it is. But what actually happens as a result of this plague is that it destroys every mammal with the Y chromosome. So basically, all the men die, all the men in the world die, and only the women. Oh, okay, remain. yeah. Is it like um? It's like Children of Men, except all the men die instead of all the babies. Yeah, so all the men, like all the um, boys, everyone dies. So anyone who's a man or a boy dies, including animals as well. So they all die. Only the women survive. And women try to rebuild the society, uh, rebuild society so that they can confront the future. And they basically think of like cloning to be able to survive. But what they don't know is there is a guy called Yurik and his pet monkey who are still alive. Oh, okay. This is actually just children of men, except it's a, it's males instead of <laughs> babies. Like, it's exactly the same. Um, so Yorick and his uh, pet monkey are the only surviving male creatures left in, in the world. So, um, and it's a story about them. It's, I wouldn't say it's super original. I feel like there's lots of stories like when this. When did that come out? The, uh, when did Children of Men come out? Am I even thinking of the right movie? Is it Children of Men? I think so. Let me just make sure I'm thinking of the right movie. Yeah, that came out in 2006. Well, this came out in 2002, so... Oh, so maybe they copied that. So I thought I'd include that one because it's another pandemic one. A really famous uh, DC comic is Commandy, The Last Man on Earth. So this is an old one. Never heard of it. Um, this is an old one. So this is Jack Kirby. This is illustrated by Jack Kirby. Uh, 1971 was the first issue. And basically what it's about is after a great disaster, there's various animals that rule the world, kind of like Planet of the Apes, and humans are used as labor or as pets. And they're basically not intelligent anymore, so they've all become sort of like animals, and the animals have become intelligent. But there is one guy called Commandy who's the last intelligent human, on one of the last intelligent humans on Earth, and he gets together a rebellion to take... to get into a war and try to get the world back so it's about him and there's there's many many issues it's it's an old it does sound good <laughs> um but apparently it's the it's the post-apocalyptic comic book for dc oh really yeah. does it have all the superheroes in no it? it's just him just commandy yeah. <laughs> who's the, who the hell's commandy <laughs> is it a dc one yeah it's dc does it have any dc characters no. in it it's just commandy yeah, it's just commandy it's about him it's commandy yeah. the the last man on earth that's about him 
Okay. Yeah. Nah, I, I don't write. <laughs> I can do one more. So this is uh, one of my favorite ones. So there's an episode, there's a two-part episode in the Justice League animated series. Uh, this particular episode came out in 2003. It's called Hereafter. Oh, I think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this episode, what happens is um, Superman sacrifices himself in, in a fight to, to save the rest of his teammates. And in, he is supposedly dead. But what happened was he gets transported to the future. And uh, it's a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, there's nothing there. And what's worse is that he, when he gets transported there, he doesn't have his powers anymore. So he's just Clark Kent. He's just mad. He's just a guy. He's not super. He's not super anymore. <laughs> He's just bad. Um, He's just mad, yeah. And so he, he gets transported 300,000 years into the future. Oh, okay. Short for, short time frame there. <laughs> and there is this guy called Vandal Savage who was- Oh, yeah. Uh, I know Vandal Savage. Who was responsible yeah. for destroying the Earth. And he's the only one that survives pretty much. So he he's still there. Vandal Savage is a time traveler as well. And he's he's uh, he's the only one left, and he realizes what he did, and he wants to undo uh, what happened, and he tries to get Superman back to his timeline so that he can make sure that Vandal Savage doesn't create this uh, this timeline. So Vandal Savage is a good guy in it. Yes, he's a good guy in it. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the future version is, and this is basically a twist on the Death of Superman story. It's probably better. To be honest, it's probably a better version of the Death of Superman story. The Doomsday one's not great, hey? Especially in the in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, especially in the movie. Yeah, Superman comes back. The best part of this episode is that Superman grows this really sick beard. It looks pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he, yeah nice. Yeah, he grows a pretty good beard and he like has to fend for himself. So he's walk- a lot of the episode is he's like, walking through his desert and he gets attacked by like wolves and stuff and he has to fight them off. So you see Superman just... As a man, like, trying to survive. So that's pretty interesting. What's it called? Uh, it's called Hereafter. Hereafter. Yeah, the episode's okay. called yeah. Hereafter. And then, basically, Superman comes back. The first thing Batman says is, I knew you weren't dead. So I guess Batman <laughs> knew something that everyone else didn't. Batman always knows everything. Uh, yeah, it's a really good episode. It's one that, that whole series is actually quite good. And this is one of the, the best episodes in that series. I, I would have seen it ages ago because I've seen the series before. But I can't remember the episode. Do you want to go with one? And then I'll go. I'll tell you a couple more. I've got... So the the last two I have are kind of like comedic Marvel post-apocalyptic ones. I guess Marvel is more comedic in general than DC. So they, they come up with these like comedy ones, which are kind of brutal as well. But the, the, the one I'm going to talk about, Marvel Zombies, which it looks like they're going to do a what if episode on. On um, Disney Plus. The Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. I think in this one, it's like an alternate universe or a different. Yeah, I think it's alternate universe where a zombie virus spreads through the Marvel Universe and all the superheroes are zombies. And essentially, they have to eat people to um, like remain sane. If they don't eat people, they go crazy. Yeah. So they eat people and then they go back to being sane, and then when they get hungry again, they need to eat more so people. So if they don't eat people, they become zombies. Essentially. They, like, go crazy. So they're, they're constantly trying to eat people, and they've eaten mostly everyone in the world. There's, like, no one left to eat in the world. So at this, there's, like, a prelude 
comic where they trick Reed Richards from the actual Earth to go to their Earth so they can eat him. But then he escapes with Magneto's help. But then Magneto gets stuck behind and they eat him. In this comic, Silver Surfer comes to that to their planet to tell them that Galactus is coming to eat their eat their Earth. But then they eat Silver Surfer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and is then, there anyone that they don't eat? <laughs> no. <laughs> so they eat Silver Surfer. Then when they eat him, they find out that they get his powers once they eat him. So they got all these like cosmic powers now. And they're really good at surfing as well. Yeah. There's a, there's a side story where Hank Pym is, he's got um, T'Challa in a bunker and he's like, T'Challa's the last human left and he's kind of harvesting him and eating him slowly by himself. Okay. Yeah. And essentially he's trying to eat him so he can stay sane so that he can figure out how to solve the problem. And then his wife, Janet, finds out that he's keeping T'Challa and then she wants to eat him. So then he eats her. <laughs> um, but he he leaves her head. He eats her body, but he leaves her head. She's still dead though, right? No, nah, no. Nah, she's like her head's alive because zombies are already dead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So she, she, her head still talks. And then this is where I get a bit confused. I don't really know what's going on, but there's like a comet that's circling the planet and it's got a lot of humans on it. And then T'Challa takes Janet's head and goes into the comic, the comet. Janet's head wants to eat him the whole time, but yeah, it's like, it's like gag central. (laughs) But anyway, Galactus comes to the planet to eat them and then they eat Galactus as well. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a really odd comic. Yeah. So they eat Galactus and then, all the all the humans find out that they starve Janet and they find out if they starve them long enough that they don't need to eat anymore. So they come back to the planet to tell everyone that like, yeah, you just have to go fasting for a while and you get through this. But then they um they find out that the zombies have after they ate Galactus, they got Galactus's powers. So they've just been going around eating different planets in the multiverse. <laughs> And then it continues on. That's the first volume. That's just the first and it volume. Continues. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and there's a lot more. But that's that's basically it. All the all the superheroes are in it. So that's a that's a weird one. <laughs> I guess going off the back of that, i I could talk about Deceased, which is DC's version of zombies, I guess. I hear it's a bit more serious and good though. <laughs> basically in this one it's Batman, um, I think it starts with Batman. So he gets this monster virus, basically transfers from that. I don't have too many, too many details on it because it's still pretty new as well. So it came out in 2019. I think it's still going. Yeah. There's a sequel to it. So it's the sequel called uh, DC's The Unkillables. This is obviously an Elseworlds comic as well. So it's not tied into the general continuity. The main story arc. Yeah. yeah. So, um, But yeah, DC has their own zombies as well. I guess I'll talk about one of the bigger ones in DC. Uh, that is JLA Rock of Ages. This ran between 1997 and 1998. And it's based in a future where Darkseid has learnt the anti-life equation and he's taken, taken control of New Genesis and Earth. And Earth's population is kept sub- submissive by a constant broadcast of the equation. So, What is the anti-life equation? Like, what does it do? I actually don't know. I don't care either. Just keep going. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking it up. 
The anti-life equation is a fictional mathematical equation appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. Great. Um, That's... The anti-life equation is a formula for total control over the minds of saint, uh, sentient beings that is sought by dark oh, side. Okay. So you can basically mind control. It's people. like a mind control. Yeah. 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 Um, but yes, yeah, so that that is the future. And what happens is in the present, there's, there's a fight between Lex Luthor and the Justice League for... The Philosopher's Stone. Oh, really? From Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah the, the uh, Elixir <laughs> yeah. of Life. Nicholas Flamel's there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Is this actually just Fantastic Beasts 2? <laughs> and uh, they're fighting over that. And what happens in, in the fight is they destroy the Philosopher's Stone. Or something happens to the Philosopher's Stone. And Aquaman... And then Voldemort gets angry. <laughs> yeah, Voldemort has to start making Horcruxes as a result. Um <laughs> Aquaman, the Flash, and Green Lantern travel 15 years into the future as a result of what happened in that fight, and they they land in this this future where it's being conquered conquered by Darkseid, and they need to figure out what happened to to get the future into this state, and they find out it all originated from this Philosopher's Stone fight, so they have to rectify what happened. That sounds that sounds that's what they were going to do for Justice League, actually. Do you remember the um the kind of in Batman v Superman that how Batman has <laughs> yeah that dream yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah basically it's it's a story of Aquaman Flash and Green Lantern which is an interesting combination Aquaman Flash and Green Lantern yeah it's a good combo yeah they got a bit of everything there talked about Commandy <laughs> uh, yeah which I yeah still don't know how I feel about <laughs> that one. <laughs> Got some- that one sounds worse than Marvel's zombies. <laughs> I've got something a little bit different. So DC also makes a wide range of comics, as does Marvel. And one of the comics they make are Scooby-Doo comics. So there's a- Oh, yeah. Yeah, the- I love Scooby-Doo. There's a Scooby-Doo apocalypse comic. Uh, oh, really? In that, it's, it's about the gang and they're solving mysteries about the- Are they solving mysteries in the post-apocalyptic world? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. There, yeah. That's- that's one thing. Um, that so that ran between 2016 and 2019. Talked about deceased. Uh, there is a more recent Batman comic about and post uh, post apocalyptic world. So this one is Batman: The Last Night on Earth. It's I think it's still running. It started last year, and in this one, like I said, uh, you'll you'll hear a lot of, of this in these stories, and that is. Batman wakes up in in a, in the future, yeah, and uh, he's like, "How'd this happen?" <laughs> and it's a post-apocalyptic world, and he has to fight his way through it. He doesn't have his powers. Um, there are some. He doesn't have any powers anyway. I mean, he doesn't have like anything. He's just, I guess, he's just Bruce Wayne. But technically, he doesn't have his. He doesn't have his. He suit. doesn't have. Suit. Yeah. He doesn't have anything. He's yeah. just. He's just walking yep. through the uh, the desert. And you find out that he is not actually... Why are they always in the desert? I guess when there's an apocalypse, that's all that remains. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, but you find out that he is not actually Bruce Wayne. Um, well, oh, technically okay. he's not. So he's a clone of Bruce Wayne. Uh, and in the past, what happened was they cloned, they made heaps of clones of Bruce Wayne. This particular one wakes up in the future. And the revelation is that they find the actual Bruce Wayne, who's really old, but you find out that he was the cause of, of what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Batman screwed up. Yes. And Wonder Woman's still around. So I think Wonder Woman helps this 
version of Bruce Wayne to to fight the older version of Bruce Wayne because he's the villain in this one. So that's that's one there. Do you have one more? It's not really post. It's kind of post-apocalyptic. It's actually it's more like apocalyptic, <laughs> like it's happening now. It kind of leads to post-apocalyptic. Um, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. This is by far the weirdest comic book I've ever seen. It's mostly like a visual thing. It doesn't really have a story. So the, sto- the story I can sum up in the first, it, it's the first couple pages. Deadpool gets committed to like a mental asylum. And then this guy's trying to condition Deadpool to place him under his control. If you've ever read a Deadpool comic, he's got, he's got his yellow boxes where he says like comedic stuff. So he's got he's got yellow, which is comedic, and then he's got um white, which is like breaking the fourth wall. So that whenever whenever they put those boxes, that's what it means. So this this gets really meta, like too meta. It's confusing. The psycho the psycho man, which is what his name is, he gets rid of the yellow boxes and the white boxes, and he replaces it with the red box. Yep, and then the red box is like a inner monologue that tells Deadpool what to do, and essentially the red box just tells Deadpool to kill everyone. <laughs> so he goes through the Marvel universe and kills characters one by one. That's a story. He kills Fantastic Four, kills Spider Man, kills the Avengers, kills the Avengers, yeah. kills Thor, kills Hulk. He actually doesn't kill Thor. He makes his um, hammer really big using pin particles. And then he squishes Thor, and then he boops his nose. Okay. Do you know how you boop someone's nose? No. <laughs> you go up to their nose and you touch it and you go boop. So what happens? He's still alive though, right? He's still alive, but you can't kill Thor. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just kills everyone. That's a story. That Well, if you call that a story. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, and then the the story finishes with him. He goes through a portal and he comes out and then he opens a door and it's in the writer's room for the writers that are writing Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe and then he kills the writers. <laughs> okay, so the story ends because there's no one to write it now. Yeah, but then there's continuations. Like in, in the continuations, he goes and kills like Moby Dick and stuff like that. <laughs> what the whale? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if that's post-apocalyptic or if it's just stupid, but yeah, these those are the kind of comics that Deadpool has. Imagine for the MCU to finish it off, they do this. <laughs> that would be a... I don't know how you'd make a whole movie out of that. And then, no, nah, he just goes around and kills every character, and then in the end he steps through a portal and he ends up in um, Kevin Feige's office and he kills Kevin <laughs> Feige. <laughs> that's the last one I have. I've got, I've got one last one. Uh, this is the latest one out of all of them, actually. So this one came out this year. It's called Wonder Woman Dead Earth. And in this one, you you can probably guess what happens. So Wonder Woman and the, there's a dead earth. Wonder Woman wakes up and <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> wakes up from a centuries-long sleep to discover that Earth has been reduced to a nuclear wasteland. And she knows that she failed. And uh, trapped alone in a grim future, Diane, Diana must... Protect the last human city from titanic monsters while uncovering its secret of the, the secrets of this dead earth and how she may be responsible for it. So that's the basic storyline. Most of the DC post-apocalyptic superhero stories are similar. In in yeah, yeah. 
I think the DC one, the hero always wakes up in the future and he's doesn't know what's happening or she. And then in the Marvel ones, uh, it's already the future and they have to go back into the past to fix the yes. future. <laughs> that's all I have. Don't have any other ones. And that's all I have too. So that's... um, Yeah. We've never done a, a an episode like this before because we usually talk about the movies, but the, since there's no movies at the moment, we've been given an opportunity to talk about comics, which we don't... Which we've never talked about yeah. actually, so... They're not that good. <laughs> Some of them are good. Those those Vertigo ones are, sound interesting. They sound interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think what's appealing about those ones is you don't need to know like all the history and stuff. Yeah, you can just go and straight. It's not in. like it, yeah. yeah, straight in. Whereas um, all this one, ha- all the Marvel ones especially, just have a convoluted timeline. Because I think DC, the way it works is they the timeline just keeps going. But I think Marvel they've reset timelines. So they've just no, nah, they reset it in DC as well. So they did DC Rebirth, and it was shit. No one liked it. And then in Marvel, they did the Ultimate Universe, which was like a reset, and no one liked that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they've reset that. Yeah, yeah. They they kind of go back and forth with resets, and then characters die, and then they come back eventually. That last one, apparently, they well, this was just speculation, but they might be doing that last one for One Woman Three if they. Make a Wonder Woman three. So, oh, okay, yeah. Um, well, it, it could happen, so, and that might be a good way to end. I think out of the ones that you said, they're definitely going to do Flashpoint at some point. The rest, maybe not. Demandy. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe if they lose, they lose all all the properties, and that's all they have left. I think in the ones I said, they've already done all the ones they're going to do. I don't think they'll do the other two. The other ones, other Marvel ones, are like. Um, World War Hulk, which they sort of did. Yeah, they've kind of they did. Oh, um, they sort of did they did do World War Planet Hulk. Or they did Planet, Planet Hulk. Hulk. They did yeah, do World, World War Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. yeah, which Planet Hulk is basically Thor Ragnarok. World War Hulk. They, uh, I don't think they'll do. But anyway, those are random comics that you probably. I would say this is none of this has ruined anything for upcoming movies for probably you. Probably not. I don't think we've right, spoiled because, much. Yeah. But if, no, they'll just change everything anyway. But if you uh, if you're bored at the moment and you don't have much to do, which is a lot of us, um, maybe you can check out some of these comics. Yeah, or don't because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just listen to the rest of our episodes if you're joining us for the first time. All right, um, I guess that that brings us to the end of the episode. We'll wrap it up. So if people want to get in touch with us, how do they go about it? So we got uh, Gmail at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com. Um, give us a like on Facebook and Instagram at cognitive recalibration and our Twitter handles at C recalibration. Yes. And uh, if you want to support the podcast, firstly, give us a review on iTunes because that makes us more discoverable on search engines. Uh, secondly, we now have an Amazon affiliate link. So if you do want to support us financially um, and you're just planning to buy something off Amazon, just click on the link in the description and uh, make your purchase. I think they get a, do they get, it's the same price for them. Yeah, but we just get. The the price doesn't change anything. So if you're going to buy anything off Amazon, like they're not, we're not charging you extra for it. it's the same Amazon. We just get a little bit back. That's it. We just get a kickback from it. I think that's all we had. I, I guess in the background, we've been doing stuff. We haven't really had episodes coming out, but. What we have done is we've migrated to a new podcasting 
uh, service, um, ACAST. So they have actually set up a website for us. And now we do have a, a website where you can listen to all our episodes if you want, if, you, um, if you're not listening through Spotify, iTunes, or any of your favorite podcasting services. But um, yeah, that's, that's it. We need to listen to that theme again. Oh, yeah. Put it on. Yes. Okay. Another another full minute. That went for too long. <laughs> so what do you think it is? Uh, I think it's the Batman animated series one. And you would be correct. Yes, it is. I think the end part sounds very similar to the... It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I hope uh, you all enjoyed the episode. We, we did something a little bit different. I don't know what we're going to do next. So apparently potential next movie that might come out in cinemas is Tenet, which is... Mm. which is scheduled for the 17th of July. And even if it does open then, I think the way cinemas will operate is probably 50% capacity. So they'll um, operate in like a checker, a chessboard configuration. So you you sit diagonally from people. Um, You won't have anyone in front of you or behind you or next to you. Let's see if that happens. It's still early days. So we don't know if it's going to come out or when it's going to come out. But it's still on the schedule to come out in July, in on the seventeenth of July. Uh we'll see what happens. I guess if it comes out, we'll, comes out. Otherwise, we'll do some stuff in we'll, between anyway, so we yeah. can do more episodes like this. Maybe we'll check out some of the director streaming stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll still be around. We'll still do stuff. If you have any recommendations on what you want us to talk about, um, do let us know on our social media. That's all we have for now. Until next Until time. Next time. So thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next time. We'll catch you in the next one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.